This is a Dubai Eye 103.8 podcast. Hi there, welcome into this podcast. And we had another classic hour on the show, let me tell you, with the incredible guitarist Kel, who came in to talk about one of the greatest singer-songwriters ever in Carol King. So many songs she's written, not just for herself, but for the likes of Aretha Franklin, James Taylor, and many more. Do enjoy the podcast and join me live on the show, weeknights 8 through 10, here on Dubai Eye 103.8. Back into our studios once again. Our favourite guitarist in town, Kel. How are you doing, Kel? I'm good. How are you? Happy yeah, Thursday. Very, yeah. Happy what? Happy Thursday. Oh, I thought you said happy birthday. Oh, it could I? be. Is it? <laughs> well, I'll, I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> anyway, uh, of course, we love to look at some uh, classic albums, classic artists, singer-songwriters. And um, this was a special request from one of our listeners a couple of weeks ago um, to feature... Um, the incredible songwriting talents. And, and I, I, I had no idea how many songs she'd actually written, but Carol King, my goodness, she turned out some amazing tunes. That's incredible. And I think a lot of us know her. A lot of us will know her songs, but they won't know that they're written by her. Mm. Uh, and I mean, I've got the seminal album, Tapestry, uh, I've got and absolutely adore it. But what, researching for this, it's like, she's done so much stuff. It's incredible. Her career, it's still going from the early 60s. And the quality of the output, I think, is just, I think she's really, really underrated compared to like, other singer-songwriters, mm, mm. which are virtually in the stratosphere. She kind of flies underneath that. But I think some of the, some of the stats we found out, she'd wrote written 118 pop hits on the <laughs> billboard hot 100 61 of those charted in the uk and she was most uh, successful female songwriter in the uk charts between 62 and 2005 so that kind of gives an indication of the huge output that she has yeah i mean she was with kind of um the the stable of songwriters uh, that were running mm. out of new york city out of a certain building yeah you know it was like going into the office working in a bank but they were going in writing songs yeah that's right that was the the brill building in new york and it had people like neil sadaka neil diamond liebel and stoller and i think that's where she started so as you say if you if you kind of that's that's your working colleagues, that's your working yeah. day. I, I tell you what, you wouldn't phone in sick if you had that job, <laughs> would you? <laughs> now, 118 pop hits. The first one that she wrote was this. So it was the Shirelles' first number one hit, I should say, that Carol King wrote as a songwriter. The Shirelles' Will You Still Love Me Tomorrow, back in 1961. Yeah, I mean, uh, it is such a classic song. And I think if that's, if you think that's like one of her early songs when she was just starting off. Yeah. She set the bar pretty high. <laughs> she certainly did. And, uh, I mean, the number of, um, of hits that she wrote, I mean, probably the, the seminal one we're going to play uh, to yeah. start off this show was made famous, of course, by Aretha Franklin. Yeah, and this is... And I think with a lot of her songs, actually, they almost become signatures for other artists. Yeah. Uh, and we did Aretha uh, not that long ago, and this is always associated as, as kind of her number one song. It was written with her then husband, Jer uh, Jerry Goffin, who was a long-time songwriter 
there and churned out a, yeah. a ton of stuff. She did it herself on on Tapestry. Uh, Mary J. Blythe has done a version. Celine Dion has done a version. Obviously, Aretha Franklin. And it's uh, You Make Me Feel Like a, a Natural Woman. Looking out on the morning rain I used to feel uninspired And when I knew I'd have to face another day Lord, it made me feel so so unkind Your love was the key to my peace of mind Cause you make me feel You make me feel You make me feel like a natural woman From the writer of that great song, of course, Aretha Franklin made it her very own signature tune. But um, Carol King apparently wrote it on the kitchen floor. (laughs) (laughs) Great place to write a song. Exactly. Inspiration can come anywhere. (laughs) Uh, I think it's really interesting listening to it there is the music is so powerful and as powerful as Aretha's version. But I think because she's got such a sweet voice, and especially with the next track, that we play, which is known for her singing it, you can really notice the difference because Aretha's got that huge belting signature voice that it almost overshadows her version. This version is is a beautiful, very subtle emotional version. But we're used to Aretha's big, big yeah. voice and those yeah. harmonies. But underneath it, the piano playing is just sublime and it just sets a beautiful texture. Yeah, there's a lovely uh, clip on, on YouTube where um, it's some award um, ceremony and Aretha comes on with her handbag, plonks it on top of the grand <laughs> piano and plays um, You Make Me Feel Like a Natural Woman and Carol King's in the audience, you know what I mean? Yeah. How satisfying it must be for a songwriter to see... You know, an artist who's obviously in another vocal stratosphere yeah. to you. Yeah. But take your song and deliver it like like only Aretha Franklin could do. Well, I, th- I think Aretha's known as as being like the singer-singer as well as like everybody's favourite kind of female singer. But yeah, to have something you've written and then you're like, I'm proud of that. And then she's like, 
Actually, that's going to be my signature song for my entire career. Let me just, but that was a Barack Obama thing, wasn't it? I think yes, the one you're yes, talking about. Yeah, yeah. And he gets, he has tears rolling down his yeah. eyes and the power of it. And uh, yeah, can you imagine if you kind of go, oh, I wrote that. And she's got, <laughs> of course, Aretha's got this big fur coat <laughs> yeah, on. Right, yeah. And uh, the, the handbag, the story about the handbag is apparently she, you know, always carried that handbag. And uh, if the promoters didn't pay her, uh, you know, the money uh-huh. oh, the money went into the handbag. But if they didn't pay her on the handbag, disappeared. I'm not performing, <laughs> I'm not performing without being uh, paid. But, of course, that's from her um, absolutely seminal album. You know, you mentioned yeah. Carrick, you, you mentioned the album Tapestry. Yeah, I, I, I think this, this was her second album. came out in uh, 71, I think. And it's just iconic. I mean, we were talking about it earlier on. I, I brought a copy in. Um, so, so we could have the pictures with it. It's just everything from the cover. You can look at the cover and you can almost, you can hear the songs in it. You can get the feel of the room. You can almost kind of get the smell of the room. She's kind of sat on, on the front cover, isn't she? I think there's a cat in there. Yeah. Yeah, the, with a cat. And yeah. then if you open up the album, then um, you, you see the, the tapestry. The tapestry. Uh, which is, you know, beautifully woven and lots of pictures of, um, obviously, the recording and, and the yeah. writing of it. Yeah, and, and it's just timeless. It's just one of those albums. And again, I didn't know, I knew bits about it, but not too much. And then when I bought it, I put it on, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's, oh, that's come from there. That's come from there. It's just that kind of beautiful song, hit, hit, after song. And a lot of these songs covered by huge artists, which kind of made mm. them their mm. own as well. I mean, another one that we're going to be playing a little bit later on is a tune called You've Got a Friend. Again, mm. James Taylor made, yeah. made that his own song. Yeah. Even though... It, he didn't write it. It was once again the incredible Carol King. This second tune that we're going to hear, it's from the same album, Tapestry. This, I think, is probably Carol King's signature song, and, and nobody else got anywhere near this one. No, that's right. And and it's it's really good, especially in light of Natural Woman being Aretha's signature. Uh, this song, I think the subtlety of it, because she's got a really sweet, subtle voice. I think that's the thing. She's not a huge, like, kind of belter. No, no, no. It really sits in, and it sits in with the whole vibe and feel of the, the overall music. I mean, this this was covered by uh, the Isley Brothers and Gloria Estefan, but this will always be associated with her. And I think this version is the, the ultimate version of this song, uh, and it's beautiful, beautiful song, uh, It's Too Late. Stayed in bed all morning just to pass the time There's something wrong here, there can be no denying One of us is changing, or maybe we just stopped trying Something inside 
times again for me and you But we just can't stay together, don't you feel it too? Still I'm glad for what we had And how I once loved you But it's too late, baby, now it's too late Oh yeah, just gorgeous stuff from once again That's uh, album Tapestry Now this one, we heard the previous song You Make Me Feel Like a Natural Woman That was written with her husband at the time, Jerry Goffin But this was all about breaking up with yeah. Jerry, wasn't it? Yeah, it was inspired inspired by that, that actual thing that happened um, and again, I think the p- people find inspiration in all forms of, mm, of, mm. of what happens within their life. And, uh, and again, it's the beauty, I guess, of recognising what's happened. She's found beauty within something which is very, very sad and turned it into just a, uh, just a seminal yeah. song. Yeah, I mean, she's talking about we couldn't stay together, but, you know, I'm glad for the years that we had and, and the love yeah. that we had, which is incredible, really. One record of the year that did at the 1972 Grammys. Well deserved. And I think Tony Braxton sampled it as well. Yeah, she did. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I'm breaking my heart. There's a, a sample from the piano melody within that track and uh, yeah there's mentioned also covered by Gloria Estefan and the Isley Brothers and this happens with a lot of her songs they they continue to live through lots of other artists mm-hmm. uh, now we'll come to um, uh, this next song again from this Tapestry album which uh, as you said is just a seminal <laughs> album this time it's about um, missing her 14 year old daughter who had gone to live mm. with her uh, ex-husband yeah, yeah, and uh, and this also interestingly features James Taylor on slide guitar because I think around about the time they was making Tapestry, he was also doing one of his uh, one of his albums as well, and I think this is where the collaborations mm. started, and then they famously kind of toured together and worked together. Um, but again, this is saying <laughs> people that have gone on and done this, Crusaders have done a version of it, uh, Rod Stewart, and I think Stevie Nicks as well. Um, and again, it's just a beautifully written song. And um, yeah, it's a song off of Tapestry uh, called So Far Away. So far away Doesn't anybody stay in one place
Love that one. You can feel the, um, you know, her missing her daughter and uh, wow, just absolutely brilliant songwriting and lovely playing James Taylor, as you said, on slide guitar yeah. on that tune. Yeah, again, it just encapsulates, it just draws you in. It takes you into a completely different place. And again, when you look at the cover, you can you can hear the music coming away from those curtains yeah, yeah. of where she's sitting. You yeah, know? she's kind of sat on the floor with the cat over yeah. there and um, busy writing away these uh, absolutely amazing songs. Um, thank you, Def, for your message um, so far away. An absolute top song. Indeed it is. We're going to come back with another top song. Again, where another artist made it his own, but it came from the pen of Carol King. You're listening to the UAE's number one talk radio station. This is The Night Shift with Mark Lloyd. On Dubai Eye 103.8. Yeah, welcome back. We're looking at the great talent of Carol King, who's just written some fabulous, fabulous music. And uh, this next one uh, won itself a Grammy Award and also it won uh, the Best Male Pop Vocal Performance and Song of the Year at uh, the Grammys. Written by Carol King, but made famous by another performer. Yeah, this is uh, James Taylor's version. And uh, it was interesting because it, it came out the same year as Tapestry. Uh, she, she says this is probably the most purest moment of inspiration that she's ever had writing this particular song. And, uh, and I think that was part of the chemistry that they had together is that they can both take a song which the other one's written and just take it into a different level. And we've said about signature songs earlier on, this has very much become his signature song. Mm. And I think it's a really, really nice touch that, as you touched upon the Grammys, they both got a Grammy for it, him for Best Male and her for, for Song of the Year yeah, within yeah. the year. But um, interestingly enough as well, Roberta Flack and Donny Hathaway also had a hit with it <laughs> the, the same year. And um, yeah, the album that it come from, from James Taylor, it's called Mudslide Slim and The Blue Horizon. And um, yeah, his version of You've Got a Friend, just beautiful. And you need a helping hand And nothing, oh, nothing is going right Close your eyes and think of me And soon I will be there To brighten even your darkest night You just call up my name And you know wherever I am I'll come running Oh yeah baby To see you again All you got to do is call And I'll be there, yeah, yeah, yeah You've got a friend 
If the sky above you should turn dark and full of clouds, and that old north wind should begin to blow. Oh yeah, another epic piece of music uh, from that pen of Carol King. There we heard, of course, James Taylor's version of uh, of that tune. You've got a friend. Absolutely beautiful stuff, isn't it? Just and you can kind of hear where it makes it his own. You know, a little bit more guitar rather yeah, than the piano, yeah. which is yeah. which is hers. But um, yeah, it's just it's just beautiful, beautiful. And again, it just it has another life through another artist. It's yeah, yeah, fantastic. Grammy-winning music uh, from uh, once again the incredible Carol King. We just got time for a couple more to uh, squeeze in. Again, Tapestry, the album for this piece of music, 1971, and this was written about rather unfortunate events in California. Yeah, yeah. So this was this was centered around the, an earthquake that hit LA in 1971. But uh, I think with this one, it, it's a little bit more up tempo, a little bit more upbeat. It, you can tell the influence of the 60s that have kind of come in for this one. And uh, and this this got to number one and it stayed there for five weeks. And I think this is quite nice because a lot of the music and some of the stuff we've listened to tonight is kind of fairly melancholy. Yeah. Whereas this is a, li- a little bit more upbeat and it also uh, was nominated for Record of the Year. Uh, at the 72 Grammys, another Grammy yeah, <laughs> nomination why for not? her. Why not? And, uh, yeah, I feel the earth move. Month of May, I'll 
Thank you, Def, for your message. Obviously, you're into your Carol King. Uh, apparently, Donny Hathaway won a Grammy with that song uh, as well from that uh, famous pen ah. of Carol King. Thanks for that, Dev. Much appreciated. I, I mean, the people, the different artists that she's written songs for, I mean, uh, you've got a few of them there in front uh, of you. Yeah? yeah, it's phenomenal. I had no idea that she wrote them for them. So, uh, Take Good Care of My Baby, Bobby V, 61. The Locomotion, Little Lever, she wrote. Up on the Roof, Some Kind of Wonderful for The Drifters. Uh, Chains, which was uh, the Cookies and the Beatles. Um, I'm in Something Good, Herman's Hermits. Pleasant Valley Sunday, The Monkeys. And the list The list just goes on. Going back, Justy Springfield. Um, what other one have I got here? Uh, Crying in the Rain, Everly Brothers. Yeah, yeah. All of these her. Yeah, they certainly turned them out of that grill building, didn't they? Yeah, turned out. I bet they were all kind of listening in on what's what's he writing next door in the next yeah. room there. Oh, Can you Neil, the Sada- Neil Sadaka's got a nice one coming up. <laughs> so I like that. Yeah. I'm going to use that now. And this final song that we're going to wrap up, mm. Carol King, with I always thought, and I'm a big fan of the Carpenters, that the Carpenters wrote it and. Lo and behold, Carol King has written um, something that the Carpenters recorded. There you go. And I think that's probably as good as a compliment you can give to her is the fact that a band as good as the Carpenters with the style of music and the output that they did, you think it's written by them, but actually it comes from Carol King, which is which is amazing. And um, yeah, it's such a good track. Uh, And it's the the track. It's going to take some time.
Absolute songwriting genius. We've uh, shone the spotlight on uh, tonight. We could go on for another hour. She's written that many tunes. And um, yeah, that one made famous again by the Carpenters. Yeah, uh, it's, it's just another one in a very long examples of high, high quality, beautifully gorgeous. Someone who really understands their art. And interestingly enough, in 2021, she was still writing because she wrote a song called Here I Am, Singing My Way Home um, with Jennifer Hudson for the Aretha Franklin. Really? Bio, respect. Yeah, yeah. So even to today, she's still, the quality is still there. And her musical as well, the beautiful uh, Karen King musical, which opened in 2014, still t- touring today, which shows, is it really? well, yeah, shows yeah. how good. Well, certainly a little bit of, of class there. And um, thanks for your messages. A lot of uh, you guys enjoyed that. Little spotlight on uh, the incredible Carol King. Uh, we'll do uh, something else again next week with guitarist Kel. Great to see you again. Thanks for coming in. My pleasure. This is Dubai I 103.8. The UAE's number one talk radio station. You've been listening to a Dubai I 103.8 podcast. To enjoy lots more from Dubai I in the United Arab Emirates, just go to DubaiI1038.com or find them wherever you normally get your podcasts.